What's going on, everybody? Eric Winquist at Stochastic here on the Odd Chopper channel, coming to you with another edition of Lindy's Lean Slacks and Locks. Hit that like button, subscribe button, notification bell. Goes a long way for me on this video. Goes a long way for you. That way, you become a president of a great contest going live here at our little neck of the YouTube woods. You guys just want me to fly through the picks. You just want me to get to the picks. You don't want any analysis. That's what I'm reading in the comment section. It makes me a little pissed off because what I'm trying to do is teach you how to bet. I don't really give a shit if you tell me sometimes or if you're eight and no fading me and doing whatever else, which is not true, by the way. You're an absolute psychopath and a liar. I don't win every day. I'm not going to win every day, but the whole point is that I don't just give you picks. That's why leans, likes, and locks came out. I hate the idea of somebody just giving you black brick and mortar picks, not saying what they're doing, not saying why they're doing it, and not giving you context. A lean, that's something I haven't fucking bet yet. A like, that is something that you should fucking bet for a small amount of money or a mid-stakes amount of money. And a lock, those are the best fucking plays on the slate. And the whole thing is that I want you to be successful at this. I don't work for the books. I am not somebody who is out here trying to hurt you. I'm out here trying to help you. Different H word, also four letters, rant over. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the program. So nice to be here with you. We got producer Jacob on hand. Happy holidays to you and yours. Travel safely. You are loved. We have six games here on Tap for Friday. Very excited to talk through all of them. We'll talk bet MGM. We'll talk a little odd chopper. But you know what? That was too much fun. You're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. That's really all I had. Producer Jacob, let's get to the picks. Sorry for the energy. Sorry, not sorry for the energy, actually. Let's continue making some money, shall we? And talking through spots rather than just giving plays with no context and why. So we're starting Toronto at Philadelphia here. Here's some context. Joel Embiid just put up a 51 spot on my Minnesota Timberwolves, the number one team in adjusted defensive rating, and completely took my soul, removed it from my body like Shao Kahn, and said, your soul is mine. And then, you know, it was a whole thing. Yeah, it was bad. It was really, really bad. I did not enjoy it, Sam. I am. I, I did bet the over of that for, for the points, took the under of the PRA. And well, why did I do that? These are silly, 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 Sally things to do because, well, obviously those are negatively correlated. And well, he's putting up infinity points every single night and seems to be the way that things are trending here. They are eight point favorites because I haven't seen a center. I've said this now, I think 14 times over the course of the last week, two weeks. I haven't seen a center play this well in the last my lifetime. It's been an insane stretch. And anybody else who just realizes that some of the numbers could be insane and inflated if you were playing 36, 38 minutes a night, well, you're just not paying close enough attention. Legitimately, 30, 31, 29, 30 minutes he had played before he ran into two spots where he played 37 to 36 minutes, a competitive Chicago game that they ended up losing because Kobe White is on another planet and atmosphere right now. And then the Minnesota one where he just said, no, 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 no. I got this, friends. He is now shooting 54% from the from the field, only 33.3% from three. But he's nearly a 90% free throw shooter and getting to there at a ridiculous, redonkulous clip. 17 for 18 from the line last game. Absurd freebies every single time. And why am I keeping all of the information pretty centric to the 76ers? Mainly because, well, we don't have props here yet. And generally, these are spots. On the Toronto side, when you see perfectly efficient numbers, like everybody being healthy, it's going to be really hard to land on something. Now, we do have Robert Covington. He got ruled out last game. Could he come back here? I don't know. D'Anthony Melton got drilled in the thigh, only played 16 minutes, did not return to that Minnesota game. He's questionable here, but I mean, nothing really matters in the path of Joel Embiid. And you throw Jakob Pertle out there, no offense to Jakob Pertle. He's a great defensive center around the rim. 
Good luck going out 18 feet and guarding Joel Embiid here in this spot. You, my friend, are in trouble. Pascal Siakam, maybe he can be the hero that Gotham deserves. I mean, we all saw the Kawhi shot and Pascal's over in the corner and then Toronto wins the championship. And yay, one-year rental for Kawhi Leonard. That, my friends, is how you do it. That worked out nicely for them. But what's going to work out nicely for us here is something that I'm going to call a like play, even though we don't have the prop available now. I do think this has a chance of opening up at 35.5 or 36.5, but guess what? I'm frozen. We're going to have the graphic go in on the overtop of this, and I'm just going to keep talking. 35.5. I think that's probably where it lands. 35-plus points for Joel Embiid, my friends. That is how we begin our card. Shout out to producer Jacob. He's a real one. He just threw that overlay over there. It's like nothing happened, even though I froze and it is what it is, but it... yay for editing. Let's go to Denver and Brooklyn. Yay for Nikola Jokic. Also one of those really good centers. And again, should have won the MVP last year, but you know, it is what it is because then Joel Embiid would definitely be my MVP so far this year. But in this spot specifically, Brooklyn on the other side of this one, still without Ben Simmons, still without Lonnie Walker. Dennis Smith Jr. is actually questionable. And then got upgraded to probable. I, when these numbers drop, am looking at shorting Spencer Dinwiddie, shorting Cam Thomas. I think that that might be an unpopular opinion to some who have watched them play recently. But I think Dennis Smith Jr. has rotation minutes here for this team. He has a number of times. And I'm just curious if the books really fire that up and, and factor that in appropriately because they've been playing massive minutes and we have seen massive outside and people like to bet overs on them and maybe they'll open a little bit too low and I'm going to have to wait till later in the day. That's a perfectly fine approach. You should be checking out Odd Chopper and updating the tools constantly because when you bet can be just as important as just about anything else and people want to bet overs. Don't necessarily have to, to bet overs on everything. I mean, we're talking about overs in a lot of spots, and this is going to be kind of an over in some kind of way, shape, or form. But saying a lot of these unders, I've been betting later in the days. Wait for the public to push it, then take advantage. Cool, great, grand, no yelling on the bus. The Denver side of things is where I want to be focusing on primarily, though, uh, until I get those lines from the Brooklyn side. Aaron Gordon, the only piece of injury news we had here, but now he's probable, so there's really no point in worrying about anything here. And generally... That means you're going to run into some efficient numbers. But something tells me we're going to get some good plus money here in a spot against Nick Claxton, who's generally one of the better defensive centers. Uh, he's 75th percentile. He's not exactly nothing. And a slow-paced basketball game. 98.7 possessions per 48 minutes to the Brooklyn Nets play. Denver, we think Nikola Jokic, just coming off of two games where he hasn't triple-doubled, three games where he hasn't triple-doubled. In fact, the assist rate's gone down playing alongside of Jamal Murray, but I got to point out, he only played 28 minutes against Dallas, had eight, nine, and seven coming off of that, and then 31, 15, and six against Toronto. He was pretty much just able to get whatever he wanted offensively and was three for five from three. I think you're going to see some of these games where it's back and forth between him, Jamal Murray, who takes over. I got to say, though, think in this spot, you're looking at him going out and creating for a Jamal Murray. And I think that assist rate takes a little bit of a spike because you really see a black, well, just like a very easy to read situation here with a terrible defender in Cam Thomas and Spencer Dinwiddie, who once upon a time was good, no longer good. And Dennis Smith Jr., that's the only thing he is out there to do. So I suppose there is that, but I'm still feeling pretty darn good about the triple-double to the point where I know we're going to get plus money coming off of three consecutive non-triple-doubles. And I know I want to bet it because it's Christmas 
and I gave him my heart. And the very next day, he's not going to throw it away. He's going to throw it in the bucket, and then he's going to pass it to other guys who put it in the bucket, and then he's going to rebound, balls off of the bucket. That is how you get a triple-double, is doing those things in congruence lots and lots of times. Tend to be, in fact, in each statistical category. I could also just tell you that my spreadsheet really likes it, and I'm projecting him out for you know 12 and 11 assists and rebounds, respectively, so... That would have been a better way to go about it. Anywho, let's talk Odd Shopper. Friends, Odd Shopper right now has an amazing promo going for the holiday season. And hey, it's going to disappear. And we might not have a promo going for a long, long time coming off of all of these great holiday promos and the slash we've taken uh, to our, our, our basically everything across the board is cheaper than what is before. The Discord used to be $20 alone. Now it's $50 for the Discord in congruence with the Odd Shopper Positive EV Tools you're going to get it all. 33.3% off using promo code GIFT, G-I-F-T. Look at that. I can spell. I had a stutter there in the middle of it. But 33.3% off when you sign up at the link below. That, my friends, is everything that we offer in terms of the premium tools, the fantasy optimizer, the parlay builder, the arbitrage betting, everything you know and love for tools is available to help you make money over at Odd Shopper. In addition, you will also get that premium Discord where myself, Ben Raza, Aton Shander, Isaiah Suarez, Greg Ehrenberg, everybody you know and love and see on videos here at Odd Shopper will be chatting with you in real time, talking through our betting cards, posting our tickets, helping you make more money in the moment. If you've always wondered, hey, I wish these videos came out in the afternoon. Well, a lot of that can't. I'm doing live before locks, and I'm literally in that Discord talking all the live long day, helping you make better betting decisions. 33% off, promo code GIFT. Sign up below to be less than $10 for your first week, less than $33.33 for your first month. Back to the picks we go. Hotlanta taking on the Heat. That'll be fun. Jimmy Butler's still out. Atlanta. I mean, like we're still waiting on... One day, Jalen Johnson will be back in the fray. That would be nice, but he's practicing. It was a wrist. Very excited to see him again. You know I like him. Everybody else is back. There's no injury news waiting on either side of this. Oh, this is the worst. I got to say, though, I have a play that I'm going to just sit here and wait with. But it's not all that appealing if he doesn't start. So I, I this is just like, I don't know what Spolster is going to do in specific matchups. I think it makes sense, depending on what Atlanta does, where they could go Okongwu, they could go Capella on the floor at, separate, or at the same time. They've been doing that from time to time here. Does Kevin Love come back into the starting rotation? He was starting until he was sick, didn't play on Friday or what? No, it was two days ago. So. One. Yeah, he hasn't played for a couple of days. Well, the one game specifically. And now Kevin Love, friends, could have a major plus money number attached to his double-double. He starts. I don't think it's all that crazy working through some of his rates this season. Kevin Love, in a very limited amount of minutes, 19.1 per game, the man is averaging almost 10 points and 7 rebounds. In these starts, he's had of late 22, 26, 24 minutes with room to go up off the top. So... This could be a really nice big plus money thing. But again, I'm theorizing this based on previous numbers. I will wait and see. You shall too. It's a lean Kevin Love, but there's going to be nothing. I tell you nothing that is going to look all that appealing with no injury news pending waiting in the wings. Uh, my God. In terms of DFS Daily Fantasy Sports, check out stochastic.com. Obviously, that is where I hang out and talk those things all the live long day. Dallas is going to be the team du jour. We're going to talk about it nonstop. And why? Well, 
Kyrie Irving's out. Derek Lively's out. And now that Luka Doncic guy is going to be out here for this game. I'm a little bit surprised to see Dallas is just seven and a half point dogs going up against Houston. But I actually think it makes sense because you do have a team that plays very, very slow placed in Houston. And THJ, Tim Hardaway Jr., Dante Exum, I think offensively, they're going to have opportunities to just kind of do whatever they want, play 40 minutes and try to win a basketball game here. But with no Luka on the floor, this is a disturbing, disgusting spot to try to break down. There's not a lot of props that we're going to see here anytime soon. Maybe we look at some early numbers here on the Dallas side that end up a little bit too low, but I doubt it. It's going to be inflated. In fact, I think this total is pretty inflated too. 228 and a half. That doesn't make sense to me. You're talking about a Houston team that plays at one of the slowest paces in basketball, 97.4 possessions per 48 minutes. You start running what they have from an adjusted defensive strength. Uh, they're seventh in adjusted defensive rating. And then their adjusted offensive strength, the schedule, is eighth in the NBA. So they played really good defense against really good offensive teams. What does that tell you? It tells you a team that's missing Luka Doncic that is the main reason that they're not in the dweller, like the, the absolute seller in those kind of spots. The reason that they are sixth in adjusted offensive rating. They're going to have problems putting the ball in the basket here through two guys. Again, Exum, THJ are going to be able to chuck and do whatever they want. They're going to have to run rotations with guys like, yeah, Grant Williams, Derek Jones Jr. They played great, but they played great alongside a creator, the likes of Luka Doncic being. So saying Seth Curry's gonna have to chuck you're gonna have to see if uh Jalen or sorry Josh Green ends up out on the floor because he's serviceable he is questionable with this elbow injury still he hasn't played in three weeks I mean this is such a gross spot I think Houston can grind this one out we're seeing some really solid basketball from Fred Van Vliet starting to live up to that contract actually I'd say he's been living up to it the entire time because of what he allows other players to do he doesn't have to be the focal point he doesn't have to be the alpha and omega beginning and the end for this team, Alperen Sengun, Terry Eason, Jabari Smith Jr. coming off of a career spot. So this under really kind of is the only thing I'm contemplating whatsoever. 228 and a half. It's a lean. Did a lot of talking for a lot of nothing, but public, do what you do. Get this to 230 and we can talk. We can definitely talk BetMGM though, friends. Claim up to 1500 in bonus bets down at the link below. Yes. BetMGM, it's another sportsbook you want to have added to your portfolio. You have DraftKings, you have FanDuel. Get exposure to as many sportsbooks as possible so you, my friends, can get the best lines wherever they show up. I don't care. It doesn't matter what your name is, sportsbook. I just want the best lines every single day. Oh, and would you like two months of Odd Shopper Tools plus Discord access? Because that's coming along for the ride. Everything I just talked about with promo code GIFT, you can get completely free for... All you have to do is deposit $10 or more over at BetMGM. Just try out their book, get those bonus bets, and you'll get $100 Odd Chopper Tools and Discord access value completely free. Pretty amazing stuff, friends. Only if you're 21 and over. If you have a gambling problem, please call or text 1-800-GAMBLER. You know what's better than one lock? Two locks, two games left, coming up right now. Got a little bit excited looking at these. Got a little bit excited, and they are actually... We're going to talk about a total here, and then we're going to talk about a spread next. I mean, these are wild times to be alive, friends, here in the streets. Because, again, generally I'm the prop guy. Hello. How are you this fine day? Not if Bojan doesn't put the ball in the basket here to finish out this game. I'm not the prop guy. But, hey, you know, it is what it is. Norman Powell going to go over his points prop again. That's cool. 
pretty good. Let's talk this game, though, friends. Washington, Golden State, 12-point dogs are Washington. Back-to-back -back situation here. And generally, these spots, it's like, oh, you know, they're tired. It's lethargic. I don't know what to make of it. They're going from Portland, Golden State. It's a hop, skip, and a jump. And they're just fine. This is going to be nothing. Golden State, starting to play some basketball. Have you seen the improvement in Clay Thompson? Have you seen the improvement across the board here? I sure have. Think Andrew Wiggins, somebody that's been kind of a nothing. He's even shown signs of life against Brooklyn, against Portland. Not so much against Boston. He decided to take that night off. But really what this comes down to is Brandon Prudzinski. He's going to be probably out for this one. He's questionable entering this. I'd, I'd lean towards him being out. We'll see when they decide to drop these props. But with Gary Payton out, Draymond Green out, your two best defenders gone for the foreseeable future here. Washington couldn't guard you, nor me, nor anybody. In terms of pace, second tied. Well, I mean, they're 0.1 away. So yeah, they are second in pace overall this season. 104 possessions per 48 minutes. I cited that, talked about that before this Portland spot, where I shorted Kuzma. I will not be shorting Kuzma with no Draymond Green out there. Looney can't even stay out on the floor because of some of his defensive inadequacies. And it brings more offense in the likes of Adario Saric, a Jonathan Kaminga, Andrew Wiggins. I mean, they ended up closing with Trace Jackson Davis because they are desperate. And I'm saying desperate for anything that defensively can be an improvement over what they've had out there. Now, you are going to look at adjusted defensive rating for a team like Golden State, and everything is going to be lopsided. They have 114.4 rating. That would be 14th in the NBA. But if you take Draymond Green off the floor, that drops outside of the top 20 as it should. You take Gary Payton off the floor. Yeah, he only plays 10, 12 minutes a game when healthy generally, but that's still something that's going to impact it ever so minimally. And I just see offense in our future in this one. I don't know how you don't. It's purely a pace thing if you're going to be, if I'm going to be honest with you, but 256, 255, these are the kind of things that are showing up when I sim out this game. A 248 and a half is just a little too low for my liking. I think this gets bet up to the 250 range. I would be surprised if it didn't get bet up to the 250 range because I don't know how Golden State slows anybody down without just a bad shooting night. So here you go. Over 248 and a half. It's a lock. It's not the only lock. It's not my favorite play on the card because that one is coming up right now. I always feel a little bit strange talking locks because I use it not passive aggressively, but it doesn't mean lock is an, oh, there's no way this loses. And that's the way that a lot of like clickbaity people want to have it be out there. But unfortunately, this is a search term that exists in the world. I wish it didn't because I hate the idea of calling something a lock when you break it all down that way. But if I had to, when you're talking about a spread, if I had to simply say this is wrong, this is one of those prime examples of something that I just feel extremely confident about based on the way that I go about projecting basketball games. Phoenix plus two and a half taking on Sacramento. And you saw a little bit about what I'm talking about. Sacramento is regressing ever so slightly. Are they going to have games where De'Aaron Fox, Damanis Sabonis offensively just show up, do absolutely everything across the board, and they go out and win basketball games? Hell, they're 16 and 10 on the season this year. They're not bad. Offensively, 117.4. They're ninth in adjusted offensive rating. But you put that next to their numbers from last season, it's a pretty marked change to be down to 18th in overall adjusted net rating. You know who is not 
regressing this season? Phoenix in the aftermath of the Kevin Durant trade. Now, they are 14 and 13. They are sitting right next to them in terms of adjusted net rating plus 0.4, but that is because of injuries. That is truly because a lot of these games have been played without their stars. Their two main guys, Devin Booker, Kevin Durant, and of course, this game will have to be without Bradley Beal because that's just like literally all that we're waiting for every single day. And then now he's going to be out for the foreseeable future with this ankle injury. So we don't even have to think about it. But I got to tell you, if you watched that, it's not the B team, it was simply the Tatumless Boston Celtics the other night. There is no, the Sacramento Kings cannot get stops in key spots. They can't, they will not be able to do it. And when they play a team, like the Phoenix Suns, where there is shooting at every single corner with Devin Booker, with even a guy like Grayson Allen, who for the season, 45% from three and playing 33 minutes a game. You're talking about some serious ass shooting because I didn't even say Kevin Durant, who's shooting 46.7% from three. This is a Sacramento team incapable. And I just said it, I'll say it one more time. Incapable of getting key stops against good teams. They won't be able to do it. They don't have it. And if they had Tyrese Halliburton, maybe they could try to outgun everybody every single game. But that's going to be what they have to do anyway with Demonis Sabonis, who's better in half-court sets. It's just going to be kind of square peg, round hole. And I know him and Fox have great rapport. But it doesn't always work for the other pieces within the unit. And that is where you see these massive blowouts against good teams. And I think this continues to some extent here. Now, the reason I'm going to be a coward and take plus two and a half is I kind of want to pay attention to the money line here. And if it gets north of plus 120, for whatever reason, people want to say, light the beam out in Sacramento, because they think that this is a team that is somehow going to start playing better than what they are. Sweet. Great. Enjoy that. They've had a tough strength schedule. Not going to say anything about that. Not going to go out of my way to go pick on uh, specific players within it, because Keegan Murray's starting to show out a little bit offensively. They are starting to figure out what they want to do with these rotations. Vizenkov has really fallen off. They have Trey Lyles playing some of the backup minutes. Kevin Herter, I don't know what's going on with him and why he played 16 minutes against Boston. You wouldn't want him out there trying to knock down shots and come from behind mode late in the third quarter. But I'm not the coach. I'm just the guy analyzing two teams that I think are going in two different directions. Phoenix, think they're coming on uh, they're coming on strong it's going to happen sooner rather than later plus two and a half i have this closer to a pick em. it's actually phoenix favored by one on my on my sheet so that's three and a half this is a tight spot you're obviously talking about a possession here a possession there but phoenix with booker and durant continuing to get, build rapport continuing to show that when surrounded by the likes of an eric gordon and a grayson allen and yusuf nurkic playing you know the the style of basketball they need him to this team is going to fire, and God, I can't wait for Bradley Beal to be healthy. Come on, dude. Come on. But until then, we might as well just take plus money against inferior basketball teams. Phoenix, plus two and a half, my favorite play of the day. Happy weekend, friends. Let's get the heck about it. And that does it for another edition of Lindy's Leans, Likes, and Locks. You know what to do. Go to that comment section below. Let me know your favorite plays on Friday's slate. Go ahead and troll me. I always have fun with those. Those are enjoyable times. It's okay. We can have this good rapport. Again, I came out with a, a bang, a little zesto, so I'm going to leave with a little bit of love. I really appreciate everybody watching these videos week in, week out as we head into the Christmas season. Be safe, be merry, spend time with your loved ones. You never know what happens in life, but we just continue going forward. 
we get to do this silly thing like betting every single day. I love betting every single day. It's actually serious work for me. I hope you take it seriously as well. But hey, hopefully for the 25, 30 minutes a day that you end up watching these videos, I hope you have fun. I hope you enjoy it. And if it can be an escape for you from time to time, I'm happy to be that for you as well. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. If I don't, yeah, if you're not going to. Let's not kid ourselves. You're going to be watching. You're going to be betting here with your loved ones. It's going to be awesome stuff. Producer Jacob, let's get the heck out of here. He's like, whoa, dude, we got to end this show. This is absurd. Until next time, friends, I'm Eric Lindquist. Best of luck in the NBA streets on Friday.